Hello and welcome to Board Game Barbarians, episode two of our DCC RPG adventure. Uh, today I am joined by, of course, the DM, Justin. And oh, I prefer the term judge. Oh, he's Judge Judy. Justin Dredd. An executioner. An executioner. And a friend of the show, Guy, is here. The kids can call him Judge Tin. Judge Tin Judy. <laughs> Can I switch it to that? Yeah. <laughs> Judge Tim Judy. <laughs> Judy. All right. Uh, yeah, so, just, just Judy. <laughs> so Guy is going to roll some characters. I still have the characters from last time. Uh, I guess we'll go ahead and before we do that, a recap for those that haven't uh, listened to the last episode in a while. We were about to go into the very bottom of the level, fight some clay soldiers, and then I chicken out and ran back upstairs to try to figure out <laughs> how to do it without fighting them so now it should be said because guys completed this dungeon previously um but for our main game where all of us play with several other people guy wanted to have a few more level one characters so he's just kind of joining you for the last leg of this adventure um but guy has he's done it so he can't be giving any metagame information oh, man that's the whole reason i invited him <laughs> just that medicine. Okay, what do I do is. now, guy? Oh. Let me check out my notes. <laughs> but, Gee, so yeah, what's uh, guy's that mysterious crack in the wall? Guy's been through it before. Uh and guy, if you want to get started, uh how many characters do you want to roll again? Uh you know what? Maybe two or three. I forgot that I have two already. Do you are yeah, well, I mean you have two from our other game. They're not in this game, but yeah, you do have two still existing that are level one. Yeah. I plan okay, to just so when, throw all of Guy's people in front of mine. <laughs> just push them. Um, meat shield strategy. We'll see how that pans out for you. Yeah, uh, Andrew just kept throwing my guys down the stairs. It's okay. Uh, Guy, if you want to go ahead and make yourself uh, a blank character in the uh, PC the section uh, of uh, Fantasy Grounds here, then I'll... Uh, I'll yeah. You got to make, make a character. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're just I, rolling. I have been holding those die for the entire uh, entrance. <laughs> How many is it? Four or five? It is three D6s. Oh, three. Three. <laughs> four or five is way too many. <laughs> All right, this first four, character. And I, uh, I got uh, a little so bit strength of nine. jealous. Yeah, with a 21. Yeah. Uh, strength of nine, agility. I mean, eight. Off to a great start. Uh, stamina, 13. Respectable. Personality, eight. No, that's not respectable. Intelligence. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Oh, a nine and uh, luck. A 17. At least you're a lucky dum dum. I'm a lucky dum dum who's super persistent. I like Tor, but he also has a four agility. <laughs> uh, this character was born on the battlefield, so they'll get a permanent plus two to all damage rolls. And uh, let me. Well, this It's not. Hold on. I'm making my there own luck. Go. I'm not going to do that voice this entire time, I promise. <laughs> and then let's you get this person to. an occupation. Uh, they are a cut purse, which is what we would call a thief. Except they, uh, they no, specialize in, in purses. They're a person that cuts and makes purses. Uh, yes, a purse maker. They yep. call them cut purses yep. back in the day. <laughs> uh, and this person is armed with a dagger and a small 
chest and a 10 foot pole that's a quite that's quite a good loadout and a small nice. child that they use to cut the purses. oh are you okay what happened? my dog like shut the door or something <laughs> oh man i'm imagining like a uh a, a far side gallery like your dog's just slamming the door <laughs> they're too loud uh so it looks like you've named this person henry jones senior so if you want to uh, select a portrait real quick just to differentiate from the other characters, then we'll do uh, a couple more for you. Uh, yeah, this guy. Excellent. And uh, whenever you're ready, we can go ahead Stealing with the next one. Torb's character, I see. <laughs> yeah, it's Torb's twin. Why are you rolling dice? You gotta, you gotta make the character sheet. Damn it! Can I use that twelve though? I, I let you keep the twelve. That's fine, but you gotta make the sheet for me. Uh, that's right. Hold. Let me let my dog out. I'm sorry. Andrew, you want to roll the rest of his stats while he lets his dog out? His strength is a twelve. Yes. You want to roll us an agility? A nine. Okay. Uh, roll him a stamina. Uh, twelve and personality. Thirteen and intelligence. 11 and luck. Uh, also an 11. Not too bad. Let's see what this person's lucky sign is. Born on the battlefield again <laughs> with a permanent <laughs> plus zero to damage rolls. Yeah. So it does effectively nothing. Their occupation is that of a orphan. That's not a job. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be Henry Jones Jr. <laughs> so orphan with a club. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on, I've I've messed this up here. Henry Jones Senior and Henry Jones Jr. the orphan. I wish I knew who my dad was. Are you my dad? Uh, a club, a rag doll, and a small sack. Oh, got a small sack. Oh. <laughs> Tiny. The tiniest sack you've ever seen. Uh, all right. Uh, guy, if you want to... Guy, are you back? No, he's not. Oh. Uh, Andrew, give his orphan a name. Henry Jones Jr. All right, back. Uh, guy, you have an orphan named Henry Jones Jr. Okay, now I'm really back. Sorry. Yeah. Did you, did you hear me or... No. Oh, you have an orphan named Henry Jones Jr. Aww. It's not Oliver Twister? No. Uh, no, it's Henry Jones Jr. You got senior and junior. But Henry okay. Jones Jr. is an orphan. He doesn't have parents. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a complicated they, relationship. They haven't put two and two together yet. They just took a job and they don't. I'm looking like, what a for, coincidence. I'm looking for my son. I'm looking for my dad. It's probably not you. Well, good luck to you. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, 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 you're, you're done with, uh, uh, we rolled your stats too. No, I made a new one. Oh, you're doing a third one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that's a strength of 12, an agility of eight, a stamina of 11, a personality of ooh, seven. Ooh. That's interesting. Intelligence of 14 and a luck score of nine. I didn't mean to sound so defeated when I said nine. Is he also Aww. born on a battlefield? <laughs> um, gets a bonus plus zero to turn on holy checks. This person has a religious heart. Since it is a plus zero, you can just use that as role play fodder. 
Okay. And her occupation is that of a dwarven chest maker. Is it Henry Jones's wife? Wait, wait. So <laughs> is she a dwarf or does she make chests for dwarves? A dwarven maker of chests. She makes chests. Armed hmm. with a chisel, 10 pounds of wood on her person, Jeez. and a small sack. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry. She's got a huge wood, but a small sack, everyone. <laughs> Ch- chest maker with huge 10 wood. 10 pound wood, small sack. All right. Uh-huh. All right. I think uh, you're good. You need to give Henry Jones Jr. a portrait there. Oh, okay. And I think we're set up. So our lineup is Artemis, Blood Dyer, Henry Jones Jr., Lady uh, Henry Jones. Uh, uh, Oliver Twister, Torb Shovelman, Gargamel, Henry Jones Sr., and Torvald Chicken Chaser. Is that her? You forgot. Oh, pardon me. Lady Jones the Third. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, guy, guy, you, you, yeah, I'm not gonna uh, uh, give you a recap on everything that happened in this dungeon because you, you've been through it, so you, you have a basic understanding of how it kind of goes down. Um, I'm gonna have your characters. You uh, also he- headed to to the the dungeon, but you came up behind Torb Shovelman and his his fellows with your small sh- sacks. With small so sacks. We're, so we're a party of people who are all related to each other. It's three generations of humans and dwarfs somehow, mm-hmm. but we have no idea we're related to each other. But we're traveling together. Um, that's up to you. Maybe okay. you're a family that we just uh, made a joke, but you can make the joke real. No, no. I mean, you can, you can honestly, you can do whatever you want. You can be, uh, 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 it could be a situation where you're uh, maybe the family that was uh, providing room and board to Torb Shovelman and cohorts, or perhaps you're just a traveling band of people who don't know each other and share the same name and have no families and can't find your families. So it's right. up to you. I got it. I'm getting characters. <clears throat> all right, let's go. So. You you all uh, uh, three entered the dungeon, uh, and you heard a, a you know a, you obviously you, you've seen the wreckage of of Torb and friends going through, um, and you heard a a loud ruckus and clamoring of arms uh, beyond the room with the large statue in it. So I'm actually going to place your three characters right inside the the room with the big long pool in it. Which map are we on? Can you pull that up for me? Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't realize you didn't have a map. Um, so just theater of the mind, just figure <laughs> it out. You'll be all okay. right. Uh, here's y'all's map. My mistake. And guy, your characters are right here. I'm going to sync everyone right there. Um, so you've entered this, this room and hold on the, uh, I forget that the pins are not correct in this, uh, dungeon. So I'm going to reread the room description. Uh, this enormous chamber is filled with a large, rec- a re- large rectangular pool of water running the entire length of the room. Diffused light shines upward from the pool, illuminating wide pillars lining the walls. Strangest of all, however, are the man-shaped crystal creatures visible in the shadows. They shuffle about slowly, their strange crystalline bodies sparkling like jewels whenever they catch the light from the pool. There's a door in the far corner of this chamber, standing near which are two humans that you recognize, and the crystalline figures are kind of shuffling toward them, and you hear a, a loud clamor of, of footsteps and metal coming from the doorway they're standing in front of, Where's which, as listeners will remember, is the chamber beneath this chamber with the pool. Where are my other guys? Um, 
I don't know. Where are your other guys? I thought they were all together. <coughs> well, you are welcome to, or I'll, I'll put them on there for you. So who are you missing here? Oliver Twist. I think I think we got to the end, and everyone died except for Artemis and Torb, oh, and, and you made new people. So I need Oliver Twist on the board, Torvald, Chicken oh, Chaser. Right. Let me add them. <laughs> Torvald, Chicken Chaser, and Oliver Twist have now been added to the combat tracker. I'm going to put them back here with Guy's characters because they will have just been coming in. And Gargamel. All right, Oliver Twister. Yes. And Torvald, Chicken Chaser. I started with five and, characters. And who else do we need? Gargamel. We need <laughs> good old Gargamel. Taking a break from catching Smurfs to come <laughs> into a dungeon. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, Andrew, when we last left your adventurers, they had gone down into the chamber beneath this chamber containing the large rectangular pool and had been ass uh, uh, assailed by a huge room full of uh, what appeared to be a clay army armed with spears. And they are now kind of clamoring up the stairs toward you. Wait a minute. You said uh, they weren't going to follow me. I, I didn't say that. You liar. Did I say that? Yes. I closed all the doors. They can't open doors. They're just clay figures. If I did say that, I was mistaken. I mean, yeah, they're they're definitely trying to follow you. Well, yes, they're not just. They're <laughs> Let me phrase it differently. They ain't just standing there doing nothing. Well, Oliver Twist is gonna go. Oh man, cool a pool of water, and he's gonna jump in. <laughs> <laughs> go for a refreshing swim. Hey, well, y'all, y'all dying over there? That's probably fine. They're probably fine. Um, how, in what way does he jump into the pool? He's just going to jump legs first. Okay. Just full on like cannonball. Yeah. Well, not cannonball, but he's just going to like jump in and start okay. looking uh, around. It's only the three feet deep. So it goes up to his waist. He's going to start looking around in the water. Uh, okay. <laughs> for fish or what's <laughs> just for anything useful. Um, the bottom is, uh, uh, painted pitch black and encrusted with thousands of tiny crystals forming the stars of a nighttime constellation that is unfamiliar to Oliver Twister. Oh, he wants to to uh, grab the crystals. Uh, okay, with what, his hands? He's got crutches because he's a beggar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You made a poor crippled orphan fling himself into he's a not pool an of orphan, water in a dungeon. <laughs> Did he? Which one is he? Is he a guild beggar? He's a guild beggar. Um, well, uh, uh, he, <laughs> he, 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 what is he trying to pull at them with? He's trying to like bang his crutches against it. Okay. Well, he may successfully bang his crutches against the gyms three feet underwater. <laughs> it doesn't do a whole lot. Okay. Uh, uh, and it is Artemis's turn. Okay. By the by. Oh, I just went out of turn order. Are we still in yeah, turn Yeah, I, I mean, I would call it cheating, but you can call it whatever you want. I mean, it's, you know. Uh, it's, we're in turn like order still. I <laughs> you are indeed in turn order. Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, Oliver Twister can keep that action, certainly, because he's just a couple people down. Where are the crystal people? Crystal people are uh, currently kind of huddling around Artemis and Torb in the northeastern corner of this room. Um, and they've seen the new people come in and a couple of them have kind of broken off and started shuffling toward the southern door to stay near the new people. Hmm. 
She's going to touch one of the crystal people with a mm-hmm. uh, with her staff. Okay, just a touch. She's going to like tap it to make sure the staff doesn't turn into a crystal person itself. Uh, uh, she's tapping the crystal person to make sure the staff does not morph into a person covered no, in like, crystal. So that way it doesn't morph into like crystal. That way whatever they oh, touch okay. doesn't I turn see. into crystal. Uh, she she taps it, it lightly and it kind of uh, turns a little bit toward her, but nothing happens to the staff. She's going to open the door and shove one of them into the, the doorway. <laughs> Uh okay. Uh, uh she could easily shove the the nearest one. Um is is she shoving him in and shutting the door or um she's going to see what it does first and then if it if it looks like it's mad she's going to shut the door. It certainly does resist. Uh and it seems to to struggle uh, uh heavily against her as she's shoving it in. I'm going to go ahead and have Artemis make a strength check if she would please. Uh, pull it up. Nope. Ah, unfortunately, she's not able to uh, uh, fight the crystalline figure f- back through the portal, uh, and it does seem to be gesturing kind of aggressively toward her. Uh, I've gone ahead and placed the crystalline figures on the map. I'm going to kind of place the rest of them <laughs> where they would have been because they are in their default starting positions right now. Excellent. Uh, it, it seems as irate as a completely in, innate crystal being can be. It doesn't seem happy that she did that. Oh, okay. Uh, it seems to be trying to defend itself in some manner. She goes, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm, no harm, no foul. <laughs> it does not say that. <laughs> Okay, is that her turn? Uh, if you would like it to be, we can move on to Gargamel, one of the newcomers into the dungeon. Um, <laughs> what color are the crystals? Uh, the the crystals that the people are made of. Yeah, they're kind of um, they're they're, they're like a bluish tinted quartz. So they're they're kind of uh, uh, a little bit translucent, lucent, but cloudy, and uh, they have sort of a bluish tint to them. Uh, Gargamel goes blue. Mm. Just what I was looking for, and uh, he runs up to this one and just shoves because it. Because of Smurfs, is that what we're going yeah, at? Yeah, shoves it in the water. Uh, okay, uh, I'm gonna have Gargamel go ahead and make a strength check. This is not gonna turn out well. Nope. <laughs> no, poor. Uh. <laughs> Gargamel goes up, and as he goes to push him, he kind of slips a little bit, and it just looks like a toddler pushing a brick wall. <laughs> It's very embarrassing. Uh, everyone else is is either going to have to laugh at him or roll to not laugh. <laughs> ah, damn it! His character does look kind of like a large man baby. <laughs> is there anything else from Gargamel? Um, nope, he can't do anything else. All right, Henry Jones Jr., another newcomer, uh, is is now at the southern door of the chamber, seeing what appears to be a crippled boy going for a swim. <laughs> While a bunch of people fight crystals in a pool, uh, he's gonna he's gonna spin around a little bit, be like, "What the what is going on?" Uh, and he's gonna hold his turn until after uh, Henry Jones Jr. goes. 
this is Henry Jones Jr. I mean, uh, Henry senior. Jones Sr.? Yes. That will permanently move him in the tracker below Henry Jones Sr. Are you okay with that? Yes. All right. Put him right here. Can you guys see it when I turn him? Yes, we can. Absolutely. Oh, okay, great. Um, let's do why'd you, this. Why'd you, <clears throat> why'd you make Henry Jones Jr. and Sr. all armored and stuff? Because uh, their strength is pretty good. Oh, okay. Sure. All right. So that's going to put us to Torvald Chicken Chaser, another newcomer to the dungeon. As they heard the ruckus outside and came rushing in. Hmm. Hoping for for loot, possibly some free treasure that has been abandoned or dropped. Or maybe just a nice swim. I don't know. It's you know He's gonna feel bad for the man baby and try to help him push the crystal into the water. <laughs> Alright. Uh he may do so. I'm gonna have him go ahead and make a strength check. Excellent. Torvald Chicken Chaser successfully shoves one of the crystalline figures into the water. As it falls in, it makes a big splash, and it it kind of flails around for a couple seconds, um, getting increasingly frantic. Still not moving too quick. They're very slow-moving creatures uh, in all regards. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it will pause for a moment and then stand up and be fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, Henry Jones Sr., Quick, let's get the cripple guy out of the pool. <laughs> uh, he's going to run in and, and try and grab Oliver Twister here and, and, and drag him out. Okay. Uh, is, Oliver Twister to going to, is Oliver Twister going to resist? No. Okay. He's going to uh, look lovingly uh, at him and say, thank you, sir. No one ever helps Oliver Twister. <laughs> Oliver Twister. The poor beggar. Since Oliver Twister is not incapacitated, we'll say that uh, uh, they can easily move out of the pool together. All right. And that will put us on to Henry Jones Jr. Who puts Oliver Twister back in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be like, Dad, what are you? There are crystal. You know what? I'm just going to go over here. I hate you. One, two, three. (laughs) So the orphan counts his steps. The orphan (laughs) knows who his dad is? Yeah. Yeah, does he know? Yeah. They, They met later in life. Uh, Lady Jones the Third. Uh, Lady Jones the Third is gonna be like, I hate it when Dad and Grandpa fight, and she's gonna run at the crystal thing in the pool. Uh, so she's Henry Jones Junior's daughter. Yes. Even though she's a dwarf and he's a human. Yes. I guess she'd be a ha- she'd be a I half like, dwarf. I like that you figured that out, Justin, because I was trying to mentally work out how <laughs> she was the daughter of Henry Jones Senior, but. Henry Jones Jr. is her grandpa. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and what is she doing? I'm sorry, guy. Um, she's running up to this crystal thing and she's going to punch it. The one that's already been shoved into the pool. Oh, the one that has not been shoved in the pool. No, no, yeah, the one that's been shoved into the pool. I'm sorry. Okay, and she's going to uh, punch it or attack it with her chisel. Oh, she does have a chisel. Yes, uh, for functioning purposes, is a dagger. But it is a chisel because she is a, uh, a chest maker and has such tools. Ah. That was an attack from Henry Jones Sr. 
Uh, uh. Unfortunately, she's trying to lean into the water and do a, a, a chisel attack at the same time, and uh, it's just too low, and she kind of whiffs over its head as it's... it stands there completely motionless. Ah. Uh. At the at, when that happens, both uh, Dad and Grandpa here turn to her and realize that she needs help. Torb Shovelman is up, our our hero of this dungeon. Um, he's going to. Uh, so, does it look like the crystal figures are attacking? Um, it's hard to say because their movements are so deliberate and slow, but they seem to be a little bit uh, uh, more tuned in to your characters in there before they just kind of shuffled near you the way like a cat might kind of shuffle near a, a warm fireplace uh, now they're kind of uh, more pointed it's like they're paying attention to you okay uh what is let me see did you say the room is dark <clears throat> uh, it's dimly lit okay what are the what do the pillars look like are they just regular pillars uh, they are large stone pillars with wide stone bases, uh, but they are all identical and unadorned. Okay. Is there anything on the walls that he can see? Um, no. The walls are uh, just regular uh, stone walls, Okay, as the rest of the dungeon has been. He's going to go ahead and push the same figure down the stairs. Uh, okay. I'm going to have Torb give me a strength check. And... <laughs> Excellent. Uh, strength check from Torb, and then I'm going to roll a die back here. All right. That's not great for him. Crystal statue number four uh, begins tumbling backward down the steps, uh, and you hear a, a soft thud after it tumbles a little ways. Like Not like it hit stone floor, but it hits something but it was something soft. That's not good. Like a like a thump, like a clay. Possibly. <laughs> uh and then we have all of my guys. Uh, uh since I have around 90 characters to Jesus. move. I'm going to go ahead and uh move them while you guys take the rest of your turns uh because it's a lot of guys. <clears throat> Um, but I'm going to go ahead and move the crystal statues, so I'm going to kind of move them up in the initiative order here. And then I'm going to move uh, other characters that I have to move. All right. Uh, first up is the crystal statue in the water. He, he kind of stands up and swings his large uh, tree limb-sized arm at, at uh, Lady Jones Third, as if to slam into her. Uh, he does manage to catch her in the waist, dealing a rather crushing blow that kills her instantaneously. <laughs> it smashes her hips, crushing her internal organs as she falls over dead on the ground. <laughs> no, you know what? This happened last time, too. You killed all of my women. The, I killed... No, what? Don't say it like that. Don't say it like that. Jeez. You all heard it first. Justin hates women. Always nope. killing them in games. Gosh. <laughs> anyway, the woman dies. Uh, and uh, uh, the Jones family is never the same. No, as Lady Jones the third goes down like a hot sack of turds. 
Why she gotta be hot? That's really <laughs> that's what you're worried about, not the turd part. <laughs> it's the hot part. Uh, next up, we have this statue here, and he's going to kind of move up to toward Artemis, but he can't really get. Uh, well, I guess he can move through his friend here and get right behind her, and he's going to do the same thing, swinging his large limb into her back, uh, dealing a. Critical hit. <laughs> Great second game, guys. I'm really I'm enjoying this one, you know. How much damage? Let me see here. Oh, hold on, my mistake. One second. I think I rolled the wrong die. Uh what's their critical here? Well, it appears they do not have a critical because they're just kind of regular dudes. So that's good for Artemis. Regular crystal. Although, as he slams his uh, arm into her back, it does kind of catch her uh, flat on the back, dealing four damage to Artemis, who is uh, uh, now very close to dying. It's a very critical blow to her. Yeah. <coughs> uh, thankfully, her I'm guessing she's a dwarf. Uh, no, she's a halfling. Her halfling constitution and luck is with her, and she does not go down. Uh, this next statue is next to Torb. He's going to move in toward him, uh, doing the same thing. Thankfully, Torb turns around in time, but it's just quick enough to catch the swing, and he backs away from it as the crystal statue misses. Uh, got more crystal statues. This is the one down the stairwell. You can't see it, but you hear some shuffling <laughs> and some clanging and some weird scraping noises. Uh, this final one here is going to move around between Artemis and the doorway and do the same thing. Try to uh, bring down a blow on her, dealing a critical hit. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> he brings it down on Artemis's head, another, crushing her skull. Another and woman. Sure, look, all right. Another woman bites the dust, thanks, bum, thanks to Justin. Bum, bum. And Artemis bum, bum, uh, bum, bum, does bum. absolutely go down. Uh, not because of her gender, but because she got hit in the head. Man, I liked Artemis. Jeez. I did too. I'm kind of bummed that she went down. She really, she stuck it out though. I'm going to put all, everyone who's dying, I'm putting their items in the uh, party inventory. Artemis is deleted. Uh, and then the final statue here is going to move up to Gargamel. Okay. Uh, as he mumbles about Smurfs <laughs> and come in with another lumbering swing. That's a hit. Gargamel's dead. And he <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. crushes Gargamel's. He's not dead uh, yet. Gargamel had one HP. Oh, did he? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, Gargamel's dead. Uh, uh, crushes Gargamel's skull, and he falls to the ground, also limp. Uh, let me put his. You guys got a lot of stuff in the party inventory. Lots of fun things to divvy up here. Gargamel, who created Smurfette. This is true. Smurfette's father has just perished at the hands of a crystal creature. Um, I'm going to let you guys go ahead and take your turns. And uh, uh, I'll tell you what's happening as I'm moving my other creatures. Next up is Oliver Twister. You guys still hear shuffling and marching and clanging down below. The stairwell, I mean. Oliver Twister is going to come up to this guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, he is going to 
attack him. Okay. With his, well, he's got a sling, but can I have him <laughs> hit his crutch? Hit with a uh, crutch? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll let him wail on a guy with some crutches. He just wants to like push him uh, back into the water. We'll, we'll 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 treat him like a club. I'll go ahead and temporarily add a club to his inventory. Okay. Right there, so that he can go ahead and attack with that. All right, so he's gonna club him. Jesus. <laughs> and that is absolutely a hit. <laughs> Dealing four <laughs> crutch damage. Uh, he brings it down just right so that the, the stocky part of the crutches uh, cracks some of the crystal to uh, crystal statue number one. And it, it's a staggering blow. And it kind of falls backward into the water a little bit. Okay. Uh, next up here is going to be Torvald Chicken Chaser. Torvald's going to move right here and okay. push statue number five down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. No, God. God. Uh, unfortunately, he pushes him. Uh, but since he's coming around the corner at kind of a weird angle, he doesn't he doesn't get enough uh, uh, weight behind the push to actually uh, damage him or, or push him in, I should say. Uh, next up is Henry Jones Sr. reeling from the death of his gr granddaughter, wife. I don't granddaughter, granddaughter, granddaughter. OK, in, yeah. a, in a blind rage, he runs up to wife. this crystal dude. That killed his granddaughter and uh, mm -hmm. attacks him. Okay. Now, I'll say this. Uh, since he's in a blind rage due to the death of a family member, we will let you roll a deed die if you so wish to do so. Heck, yeah. <clears throat> and of course, you have to call your deed beforehand, and if your strike does hit, then your deed goes through. Indeed, I can do anything? Uh, within reason, yes. I'm going to try and slice his head off. His crystal uh, head. What kind of weapon is Henry Jones wielding? Oh. I'm going to try and stab his crystal neck and like break through the other side. Okay. So like a neck stab. Classic yes. neck stab. Yeah, Classic I'm with you. question. <laughs> yeah. Could I have used a luck in order to re-roll that strength push? Um, luck does not re-roll. It adds two. So at any point in time, oh, you can okay. go, I'm going to burn X points of luck to add X to my die roll. I just rolled any die roll ever. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. How do I do the deed thing again? Uh, on your, uh, attack action, mm -hmm. uh, on that tab, there's a, a button that says deed above it. So after you, if you hit, you call your deed, uh -huh. see if your attack hits. And if it does, then you hit the deed die button. You just click it. Okay. But yes, Andrew, you absolutely could have done that. Did you want to, after this turn, go back and say that you burned some luck? No, because I think I'd have to burn quite a bit in order to succeed. <laughs> it's up to you. No, I'm good. Um, that is absolutely hit, so go ahead and click that deed die button. And if you roll a three, then your deed is successful. Unfortunately, you rolled a two, but you do still hit the creature. Roll damage. Wait, can I increase it by one? <clears throat> With the the damage? No, because your deed did not hit. No, he means can you no, increase my deed roll? I'm sorry. With luck. Oh, can you increase your deed roll by one? Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's within the rules, but I'm gonna allow it for now, and we'll look at the details later. Okay. 
I mean, a die roll is a die roll, right? Yeah. All right. So how do I spend a luck? <laughs> uh, you go into your character sheet and you just reduce your luck stat by one point. And you, you, yeah, you're just that's just rolling it. You yeah, just no, I double clicked it. it. I don't know how to decrease okay, it. Okay, yeah, just reduce it by one. There, because you don't have to remember what it initially was or anything, because that initial value is meaningless. It's gonna fluctuate up and down. How do I edit it to delete it by one? I'm sorry. Uh, is it not letting you? Should you should just click in the thing and type in a new number? Or something. Oh, so you can just type in. in. Okay, I yeah, was looking for a cursor. Type it. <clears throat> Got it. No, so uh, uh, that will let you bump your D diet, which. If you can or not. Now I'm really curious about it. Remind me to look that one up later. But okay. we're allowing you for now. Okay. So your deed does absolutely go through. So go ahead and roll damage, and we're gonna let you go ahead and uh, uh, roll a, a D4 of damage on top of that. Excellent. That's a uh, uh, five damage to Crystal Statue Number Five as uh, Henry Jones Jr. Screams in agony and stabs it directly through the throat. No senior. And little tiny crystal blood comes pouring out like Skittles. Nice. And it makes no noise as it silently falls over and splashes into the into the water. <laughs> cool. What were you laughing about, Andrew? So depressing. <laughs> is it? Is that what? <laughs> All right. And he is down. Next up is Henry Jones Jr. Uh, what are their movements through water? Um, each water square is going to count as two squares. All right. So then I can move him over here, right? Uh, one, two, three. Yes, you can move him right there to the edge of the pool. Uh, now you can double move, but then you cannot also take an action. Uh, he's going to chunk his club at crystal number six because he is also just fucking blind raged. <laughs> Okay, uh, uh, that's fine. Go ahead and I think, let me see here. Uh, so that's strength-based. I can actually flip this real quick from base stat to agility. Go ahead and make that roll for me. Uh, that is a hit as Henry Jones Jr. in his blind rage throws his club into crystal statue number six here. And it does hit. Go ahead and roll damage. And dealing three damage as it it uh, uh, slams into the creature's chest, uh, and and small cracks begin to form on it. Next up is a corpse, so we're going to delete them from the combat tracker, and we are left with Torb Shovelman in this round of combat. Torb is going to move here. Mm -hmm. Now, when he does that, he's going to incur an attack from the creature who is currently engaging him. Is he okay with that? Is he able to disengage? Mm, he can take no other actions. Besides, oh, he can't move or anything? I mean, he can move, yeah. I mean, otherwise you would just go, I disengage, you can just stand there. So <laughs> yeah, be, he disengages be pointless. <laughs> and moves to the center of the pool. Uh, yeah, okay, that's fair. <clears throat> uh, We're at the end of this round of combat. If you guys would like... You may um, make new characters if you want to have new people entering the room because you're getting a little low here. Uh, or we can keep rolling with what we've got. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, make roll. Another. I'll roll another character. I might roll Okay, uh, I saw Andrew's pop up first, so we'll take care of his first. Uh, who put a who put a character on my unnamed dude? Not me. I, I did not. What do you mean? Huh? I, no, not, neither one of us. Oh. Somebody put a. Oh yeah, it, it it does kind of have a 
has a portrait, portrait already, but that's fine. Uh, uh, I'm ready for your unnamed dude if you want to go ahead and roll strength for me. Oh, weird. I just... Unnamed lady. Yeah. Well, I just... <laughs> okay, it changed finally. Okay, so three... <coughs> All right, that's an 11. Agility. 16. Stamina. Nine. Perception, or personality, pardon me. 11. Intelligence. 11 and luck. That's a, the die landed on it, an 11. Uh, she was born, let's see here, uh, with a guardian angel giving her a plus zero to saving throws to escape traps. And her profession is that of a minstrel with a dagger, a ukulele, and a hand-sized mirror. This is all put in here real quick. And we'll say that these characters uh, had heard that there was some commotion down at the old dungeon entrance <laughs> and uh, 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 made their way that direction. Again, just like the others, hoping for a chance at maybe some loot or something after the dangerous parts of the dungeon have been cleared. Uh, and that person's name is now Marigold Maestro. How do you spell Maestro? M-A-E-S-T-R-O, I think. Uh, Guy, go ahead and give me some stats here for your new character. <coughs> so nine for strength, agility. 16, stamina. No, no. Five, uh, personality. <laughs> uh, 17, intelligence. 10, and luck. So she's a grumpy wizard. <laughs> uh, did you roll a luck? I'm not seeing a luck roll. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That's a 12. Uh, this person was born on the battlefield. Gets a plus zero two damage rolls. Lots of people born on the battlefield today. Uh, and they are an elven sage armed with a dagger. Carrying a parchment and quill. And said dagger. There we go. Get it in there. As well as a vial of holy water. <coughs> and Andrew, it looks like you have one more you want to roll? Yep. Give me stats, starting with strength. Okay. Uh, sorry, give me one second. Uh, that's a 13, a 14, oh god, a 6 <laughs> for stamina, <laughs> personality, <laughs> a 6 for personality, intelligence, come on, 6, that's a 10, uh, and finally, luck, that is a 7, wonderful, it's going to be a minus 1 to whatever your lucky roll is. Uh, this person was uh, born having survived a spider bite, which has made them weak, such that they get a minus one to saving throws against poison. <coughs> and they are a herder. Doesn't say what they heard, just that they heard. And armed with... <laughs> A staff, a herding dog, 
And a chest. I like how you... Okay, you had her named Going to Die. Now you have named her Cannon Fodder. <laughs> I didn't and say a it's guy, a you've got one more you want to roll here? You've yes, killed sir. enough women today, Justin. <laughs> hey, come on! Uh, guy, give me your strength. That's a 15. And then 14 for agility. 9 for stamina. 12 for personality. Intelligence. A seven and luck. An eleven. This person was born under the sign of the bull. There we go. Get on in there. And is a what? A halfling chicken butcher. <laughs> Okay. Uh, armed with a hand axe. One second. Uh, five pounds of chicken meat, raw chicken meat, apparently, inside of a backpack. Chicken butcher. Named Nick Rage. <laughs> Excellent. So I'm going to go ahead and add these people to the combat tracker that is now getting a little bit sparse. So we've got Mr. Nick Rage here. Uh, who else is new? What is it? Perinel? Yeah. Okay. Jesus, man. We're on so many characters. <laughs> uh, Andrew, is this this year's Marigold Maestro? Yes. Cannon fodder. <laughs> and uh, is that all the new ones? Is that everybody? Yeah. I think we rolled two each. Okay. Uh, so that's going to put us on two. We were at the end. So let's go ahead and have all your new characters take some actions at the end of the round. They're going to be at a, a slightly different number in the next coming round. Um, but I'll go ahead and put them in the room. Same deal. Uh, uh, they had heard that there was stuff going down. And they came for the loot. Unfortunately, they found themselves in a... Uh, complex situation <laughs> who am i missing cannon fodder needs to go down here and nick rage needs a portrait please oh no cannon fodder nick rage have the same portrait <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know so uh, uh you, these new four new characters i'll let you take their actions in any order you guys so choose and then we'll go in initiative order next turn uh i guess we'll just go with the order of marigold paranel cannon fodder nick rage um okay marigold is uh going to stand back here okay and this is your um minstrel right and survey yep mm -hmm. so Paranel. um she is gonna jump like catty corner over the water because she's agile that's fine yeah uh and do do and up to that guy Yes, up to that guy, and then she's gonna stab him with the dagger. <laughs> okay. Because she just sees this crystal thing, and she's fucking enraged about yeah crystal things. She just hates crystals. She hates crystals. They're the worst. <laughs> she hates these cans. Uh, go ahead and give me an attack roll. Oh, that's oh, a thirteen. That'll absolutely hit as she goes up to the already cracked crystalline figure. And damage. Uh, okay. Oops. Oh, it did roll damage. Okay. It did roll, but it didn't apply to them. 
Do you want to keep it or you want to reroll? Uh, I'll keep it. That's fine. Okay, that'll deal. Two damage. Uh, as she, what is she hitting it with? A dagger. Yeah. Yes. As she stabs at it, it's already kind of cracked chest. Um, due to the nature of a dagger being a piercing weapon, she kind of she definitely knocks some chips out of him, and he's worse off for it. But he is still on his feet. Pardon me, not even he. It is still on its feet. Uh, next up, we've got Cannon Fodder and Nick Rage. Uh, Cannon Fodder is going to move his movement speed here. Okay. Uh, I don't think he has any ranged. Yeah, he's got a staff. So he is going to do nothing. Okay. And then finally here, Nick Rage. The uh, What was he? A halfling butcher. All right. He's going to take his big giant butcher hand axe and throw it at the crystal statue trying not to hit Perrinet. Okay. Go ahead and give me a roll. Uh-oh. Unfortunately, <laughs> he does miss. Uh, I'm going to have you roll a percentile die for me, which is a D100. Uh, how do I do that? You can right-click on your D10 uh -huh. and select custom dice and then percent sign, D100. Custom dice. Tell you what, I've already got it. I'll roll it for you. Thank you. I got it right here. <laughs> Uh, roll damage. Oh, no. <laughs> the axe lands square in Perinel's back, <laughs> killing her instantly as she falls slumping into the crystalline figure. Blood spraying all of her well, everything. That wasn't Justin this time, so can't blame him. I can. He could have let that just go by. Nope. That's the that's the way of the game. Uh, and that's going to put us at the top of the round. Since we have so many new characters, I'm going to reroll initiative uh, for everybody, if y'all are okay with that. Okay. Yeah. Roll initiative for everyone, which actually gives some of your guys some double actions here. So we'll start at the top of the round with Henry Jones Jr. Okay. Henry Jones Jr., where did he go? Okay, so he's going to hop out. That's two, right? Mm-hmm. And he's going to run up to this uh, crystal statue here and i um, pretty sure try and stab it. Oh, no, wait. He okay. threw his axe, didn't he? Or his club. Oh, yes, he did. He did indeed. Um, okay, so then he's just going to try and punch it <laughs> with his hand. His armored hand. It'll be, a, uh, it'll be a D20, straight D20 roll. Straight D20. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no. He hurts his hand tremendously, but sustains no damage. Son! You sure it wasn't shatter hand? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that puts us to the newcomer, Nick Rage, who, is he the one that just killed uh, yes. his friend? Yeah, I believe he is. He's yeah. the traitor. He goes, uh, he goes and Nick picks Rage, up his... the the uh, halfling butcher and murderer now. He goes and picks so. up his axe mm -hmm. and uh, just right out of her back. And then and he's uh, currently standing on her corpse as well. In so one then. smooth motion, like like upper chops the crystal structure. Okay, give me a roll. 
Okay. I can do that. Uh, unfortunately, he can't pull the axe free, and he ends up struggling and uh, throwing Paranel's body all over the ground, blood spraying all over him as he struggles as hard as he can to get the axe out, missing his chance to act. Dang it. Uh, next up is this thing. He's going to do that, and it puts us to Marigold Maestro, another newcomer. Um... She's going to, uh, let me see. She has a single dagger and a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> she looks at herself yeah. and goes, uh-oh. <laughs> um, she's going to do nothing. Okay, that's fair. Um, now it's a whole bunch of soldiers, about 70 or so. Do this and this and this. That puts us to cannon fodder. Yet another newcomer. He's gonna move up here and try to push PlayStation number five downstairs. Okay, I'm gonna have him give me a strength check. Well, it was a fourteen, but I didn't roll it, so I guess I'll roll it again. If you rolled a fourteen, I'll take a fourteen. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> You, why don't you take the 14? I'll, I'll take the, Instead I'll of that take one. the 14. <laughs> they got plus one. Yeah. yeah, you did get a plus one. It was a two. Uh, he successfully pushes a statue down, and you hear uh, some clanging, and then uh, some scraping, and then, again, another soft thud. Uh, it is some more guys' turns. Oh, pardon me. My software is going to lock up now. Oh, boy. This is great. Perfect. How are you guys doing? You Pretty great. Good or, yeah, it's good. Oh, good. I accidentally moved Oliver Twister up there. Hang on. A lot of, a lot of rain lately, you know? Yep. Oh, it has been rainy. Some it's crazy spring. Come on, Fantasy Grounds. Out of here, chit chat. Uh, I think it's because we have like 130 guys on the combat tracker. Probably. <laughs> I think it's Hey, there it goes. Oh, no, no, it didn't. <laughs> so next one would be Oliver Twister. Uh, if you say so, I, if you have the combat tracker open, then yeah, yes, whoever is next can take their next action. All right. Oliver Twister is going to run up to Crystal Statue 6 mm -hmm. and sling him for another. He's going he's gonna to use his sling? Yeah. At point blank range? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, now my oh. software is locked up as well. Okay. Mine is caught up, so give it a moment, and it'll get to you. Do you want me to go ahead and make his attack roll for him while yours catches up? Sure. I mean, I rolled, but I guess it didn't pop in yet. I do not see it. Um, Oliver Twister. Let's see. Can you guys even see my rolls? Nope. No, we can't. Uh, Oliver Twister does somehow hit at point blank range with a sling. <laughs> <laughs> and the sling, uh, uh, the, the stone out of the sling is just enough to finally crack the crystalline figure of crystal statue number six as he falls down to the ground, not moving. Uh, next up is yet another corpse. I don't think she's got a single action ever. And then we're back to our hero, Torb Shovelman. Um, who's in the middle of the pool. He's just going to say, when those clay statues come, we need to get draw them to the water because they may dissolve in the water. 
trust me, I know a lot about clay because I dig <laughs> graves for a living. Okay. He's just going to stand in the pool? Uh, he's going to move further back, but I still can't do anything. So, I'm not trying to play the game for you. Right. Or give you unnecessary hints. He just wants to move away from the door but stay in the water to try to... I or do want to remind you, because it's possible you've forgotten, because we haven't played for several weeks, that every clay soldier is armed with a spear. Oh, uh, yeah. A, a pole arm, a spear, that will easily stab Torb directly in the face from the safety of the shoreline. Oh, because they can throw it. No, because it can reach that far. It's only five feet in, and it's a spear. No, that's what I'm just, saying. They, wants... They'll just surround him and stab it. Oh. Well, he wants to get... Again, I, I, not to play for you, but I do want to mention, because I feel like it's possible you forgot. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't have done that. To the other side of the pool where Marigold is. Okay. Uh, next Holy up is shit. the crystal... What? That's why it locked up, dude. What? Fucking cannon fodder just for some reason selected every single clay soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't that will that'll do it. I don't yeah, know that's how a to, lot of targeting. I don't know how to unselect it. Okay. Uh, I can do it. I can do it. Uh, if you can't, have you done it? I don't know how to undo it. I'll do it. Hold on. Let me get to it. Holy cow, that's a lot of targets. All right, they are cleared. Cool. <laughs> Uh, the crystalline statue who is uh, next to Torvald and Henry Jones Jr. is going to swing his massive log-like arm at Torvald. And Torvald easily sidesteps the blow. The crystalline statue next to that one moves forward and also swings at Torvald. And Torvald definitely dodges that blow as well. Now we are at uh, more dudes here. Hold on one sec. Uh-huh. Some off-screen stuff. Talk amongst yourselves. Fine. Next is Torvald's chicken chaser. Okay. There's my off-screen. Excellent. And excellent. Okay. And then we are back round to Torvald Chicken Chaser himself. Torvald is going to grab Crystal Statue number three and throw him down the stairs. <laughs> uh, now, this is going to be a little, little bit more complicated because he's going to have to maneuver and shove. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me a strength check. Unfortunately, I'm gonna he, uh, add uh, two luck to it. Two, okay. Uh, Torvald uh, grabs the creature and isn't quite strong enough to pull him, but suddenly the the creature seems to trip on some rubble on the ground, or maybe a corpse, more likely, probably a corpse. <laughs> uh, and that gives Torvald the the opening he needs to whip it into the doorway and shove it down the stairwell. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Uh, next up is Henry Jones Sr. I'm sorry, unless Torvald wanted to move incurring an attack from the remaining crystalline figure. Nope. Okay. Uh, Henry Jones Sr. Henry Jones Sr. is going to run up uh, behind Junior and say, you can do it, son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that puts us back at the top of the round with Henry Jones Jr. Fuck off, Dad. And then he swings his dagger. Wait, is that what he's got? Uh, Henry Jones Jr. I'm not. I don't remember what. Oh, he he's has. got his club because he picked it up. Ah, yes, his club. Oh no, he didn't pick it up. Yeah, he's just got his fist. He's his yeah. He just fist. ran in there punching. Ah, well, in that case, he's gonna punch it again. Now he can still go ahead and use the club attack because the attack roll is the same. He's still plus zero. He could just get behind it and push it and uh, Torvald down the stairs. Blind with tears at the loss of his mother, Henry Jones Jr. misses his target. His daughter. His daughter. <laughs> what? Whatever. His mother daughter. Know. His mother daughter. His brother wife. His sister son. His own grandpa. She died. She's gone. <laughs> How we're dare you to, forget this canon I have created? We're back to Nick Rage. Who's he going to kill? The halfling this time? butcher murderer. Yeah, who's he going to throw his axe into now? Well, he's still got to pull the axe out, right? Because uh, he messed that yeah. up. Yeah, well, no, I mean, he was able to free it, but it took all of his remaining time oh. because it was so. He killed that person so hard, it was like way in there. All right, he's going to come here and swing it at the uh, crystal statue. Okay, go ahead and give me a roll. Can he stand on the column? Oh, can he not? Uh, they're a weird 3D angle, so it's hard to tell where they are, so we'll say that that's fine. Okay. Because this is one of those like half 3D maps yeah. where we try to make it look cool, and he misses anyway, so that's fine. Uh, that guy is going to do this, and we are at Marigold Maestro. Uh, she thinks everyone seems a little bit mad, so she's going to start playing her, her ukulele <laughs> for everyone. I like that it's a ukulele and not like a lute or something. Yeah, it's just like, too. ding, 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 <laughs> ding. Just like a little. <laughs> yeah, she starts playing somewhere over the rainbow. Uh, that's fair. The song is very nice and soothing. Uh, it doesn't help a lot, but th at least there's a soundtrack. We're back around to cannon fodder as he targets every enemy on the board. <laughs> um, he's going to run up here. and Actually, uh, yeah, he's going to run up here and try to push statue number two into the door through Torvald Chicken Chaser. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to have him make a strength check. going to have Torvald make a luck check. Oh, okay. The guy that just spent luck. I see how it is. Yeah. He's going to have to roll between 2 and 11. 1 being a miss, 20 being a success. That is a failure by 1. What? You said 2 and 11. Between 2 and 11. That's not within the range oh. of 2 to 11. That's a 12. That is above the number. Torvald Chicken Chaser, unfortunately, doesn't seem to catch on to Cannon Fodder's plan and is shoved down the stairwell <laughs> with the crystalline figure. <laughs> This time you hear scraping, screaming, and kind of a wet thunk. Oh. <laughs> and then you hear, what, what is happening? <laughs> it's not fun. That's, that's and then unfortunate. we are up <laughs> to Oliver Twister. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. I was starting to like Torvald Chicken Chaser. He's very deftly dodging blows and dealing damage and just, you know, really... Uh, he has also Still grown good. fond of uh, Torvald, and he's going to run down the stairs after him. Okay, so let me see how this is sandwiched here. 
Um, Does he have about, movement penalties? Because isn't he like uh, disabled? No, no, no the just, crutches are a, a, a trick. He's just a panhandler. He uses the crutches to get more money. Oh, okay, great. Not actually crippled. Yeah, he's what we would call in the business a phony. Big fat. Um, phony. As, uh, Oliver Twister goes about halfway down the steps. It's not a super long stairwell. Um, and he finds a crystalline figure collapsed on top of Torvald Chicken Chaser, who's collapsed on top of a crystalline figure, and it's just kind of crystals all the way down to the bottom of the stairwell, where you hear clanging and fighting and, and scuffling and noises. Um, he's going to try to push the crystalline figure off of Torvald. Um, there's nowhere for it to really push to, you know what I mean? So it's crystalline figure and then Torvald, and then on top, you're looking down on another crystalline figure on top of Torvald. Then he's going to try to lift the crystalline figure off of him. <laughs> just just Hulk style? Yeah. Um, okay. Go ahead and give me a roll. He's going to ask Torvald for help. Um, that's fair. Okay. Oh, man. I was hoping it was going to mm. be like a nat 20. Make it real cool. Unf yeah, just <laughs> fling him out of the stairwell. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, Torvald is too uh, jarred from the blow to help, and Oliver Twister is not able to pull the crystalline figure off of him. We're back to Torb Shovelman. I feel like this situation is only getting worse as time goes on. <laughs> it's only made worse by the addition of more bees. <laughs> um, he's uh, he's going to hold his action. Okay. Until something comes up those stairs. Uh, Crystal figures here. Uh huh. Uh, the Crystal figure on top of Torvald as they he's crammed in between two of them, with cannon fodder reaching past the the one on top of him. Uh, the one in between Torvald and Cannon Fodder begins flailing mercilessly on Torvald. You mean uh, Oliver? No, he's on top of Torvald. Torvald's the one pinned. You Oliver's just watching this You happen. said in between Cannon Fodder, who's... Oh, pardon me. Not Cannon Fodder, Oliver. Too. They, have the, they have the same well, thing, the same... Well, it's not the same portrait. It's similar. just similar, isn't it? Uh, and it does wound Torvald in the process, and he screams out in pain, pinned between these two crystalline figures. And then we'll get that. That puts us back at Torvald, who's uh, currently pinned and wounded. Uh, he's going to try to somehow get out of the pin. Uh, he could try to struggle free. It would be, uh, let's call it a luck check. Okay, 1 through 11. That is a natural 20. As the creature is flailing on top of Torvald, he does take a blow to the back that kind of propels him, squeezing between the wall and the crystalline figure. Uh, uh, so as he's wounded, he's sort of also pushed upward uh, through the passage so that he can easily break free. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then we're back to Henry Jones Sr., He's going to pat uh, Henry Jones Jr. on the shoulder and say, you did good, son. <laughs> that'll do, pig. <laughs> and that'll end his turn. We're back around to Henry Jones Jr. So he'll say, back off. You're not my real dad. 
and goes into this wait, corner wait, over wait, here. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. Henry Jones Sr. is not Henry Jones Jr.'s his real dad? Well, he's an orphan. What? It's still is. What is... What kind of soap opera crap is this? You'll figure it out as time goes on. Oh, goodness. Nick Rage, our halfling murderer. He kills both of the Henry Joneses. Excellent. I'm so glad we can put an end to this. Um, true to his name, he just kind of leaps down the stairs. Like, down oh, into the stack uh, of crystals. Okay. Is he attacking? Uh, sure, why not? Okay, I'm going to have him give me an attack. Here, I'll put the closest crystalline figure to him oh, next God. to him. I'm just going to put it right here on the map. That's that's he's, It's on the stairwell, but it's... it's. I thought you are going to have him like murder my guys on the way down. <laughs> he just cuts through both <laughs> Oliver Twister and Torvald. <laughs> Is there any way for us to pry out the jewels at the bottom of the pool? Um... Yeah, you you could try. Uh, your care Oliver Twister tried earlier, but he only had a crutch, which didn't really aid in right. prying. <laughs> well, I guess it's his turn again. Okay. Um, he's gonna pick up someone's hammer from a dead body, but I don't know who it is. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Uh, I think that you will see in the party inventory. You've got uh, I guess he'll chainmail. You got a chisel in there. He's gonna pick up the chisel. And he would have been standing right next to that's uh uh him uh, uh what was it Henry Johnson the the third it was the lady the Johnson lady she's gonna pick up the chisel and <laughs> the hammer okay and go try to chisel out some jewels sure um the jewels come out with ease uh, uh using the appropriate tools uh, and as he pulls a few jewels out he notices like uh. A, a small whirlpool of water being pulled down into the now empty socket where the jewels were. Okay. Uh, I guess it's Torb's turn. Mm-hmm. He is also going to take his trowel, I guess, would be the best weapon. <laughs> uh, if he's prying, yeah. Yeah, probably. Because um, the shovel might be too large. So he's going to take mm -hmm. his trowel and start grabbing some jewels. Yeah, uh, he easily does so as well with with a weapon such as that. And as he begins prying open a spot just a mere five feet from where Oliver Twister is, um, gems begin coming out with ease, and the suction in the floor gets bigger and bigger and bigger until suddenly the entire floor begins to uh, uh, crack, and the pool itself collapses downward into the chamber beneath it. Pulling down Torb Shovelman, Oliver Twister, and Cannon Fodder, appropriately enough, uh, and all of the water from the enormous pool into the room on top of the clay army. Do Torb. I'm going to have all three of those characters make a luck roll. Okay. And let me know if they succeed or fail. Oh, God. I forgot. What do you have to roll? Fucking Jesus Christ, Torb, luck. you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, God, I'm a fucking idiot. What? <laughs> no, just he's the one guy I wanted to survive, and he okay. failed his luck roll. Uh, Oliver Twist rolled a two. It's a success. And Cannon Fodder, I hope you die. He rolled a 12 <laughs> and 11. Uh, is that a failure? or is, Well, no, it's a, he rolled a 12. And what's his luck score, Andrew? He 
It's a seven, so he failed. Okay, so he he did fail. Yes, absolutely. Why does it? But you wouldn't. I, I don't understand. Like Torb rolled a sixteen, and he has a sixteen, but it makes it an eighteen because he has plus two. Be, okay, so luck rolls negative two work. They they're in in incongruous with how all the other rolls work. Luck rolls you want to roll beneath every other roll you want to roll above, but this the 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 fantasy grounds doesn't have a mechanism. For having both those types of rolls coexisting. So luck, it doesn't know how to handle. So you don't roll it off the sheet. You just roll a straight D20 and then uh, look at your luck score and go, I failed or I succeeded. Well, he rolled a 16 so, and his luck is a 16. Um, for Torb. Th- so that would be a success. Okay, so Torb succeeded, Oliver Twist succeeded, and Cannon Fodder failed. <laughs> uh, what's Cannon Fodder's HP? Uh, I don't know, like probably zero. It's a one. <laughs> it's not zero. It's a one. It's next best thing <laughs> to a zero. As the entire uh, uh, ceiling of the bottom chamber, which is the pool of the upper chamber, collapses <laughs> and falls. He didn't. He was just in the pool. Uh, Oliver Twister and Torb Shovelman uh, uh, land on the clay figures, which have now become mud. Unfortunately, Cannon Fodder lands on an upraised spear, which stabs directly through his abdomen, driving him all the way down to the ground. The water itself splashes all over the entire chamber, soaking all of the creatures. The old clay army instantly uh, begins uh, turning into mud, and they all start to sl- start immediately drooping over and, bleh, and 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 basically becoming ruined as their spears all fall to the ground, including the general and his uh, uh, or the warlord and his seven generals. And uh, yeah, the uh, uh, rest of the party. Is fine, except for Oliver Twister, who's now slowly cannon, dying. Cannon fodder. Pardon me. Oh, God, gosh dang it. <laughs> He's dead now, so you don't have to worry I'm about so him. I'm so glad one of them's again. dead. Can I just say that? <laughs> uh, so if cannon fodder has any final words for the party, this is his time. This is what I was meant to do. <laughs> uh, excellent. That is one solution to that room. All right, so Fodder, we hardly knew ye. I'm gonna have Henry Jones Jr. and Henry Jones Sr. fill up a uh, sack and uh, chest of gems. Sure. And then carry it out. Um, I'm gonna put gems. Uh huh. I'll put uh, as many gems as are retrievable in the uh thing. It's gonna be a hundred crystal stars. Better not take all of them. Well, how do you want to divvy them up? Um, I got four characters. You have three characters. Just do it evenly. And so the Joneses have left, yes? Uh, yeah. They've taken their... They took as many crystals as they could get, and they've left. Correct. Torb is going to go okay. to that light source behind the Warlord. Okay. One second, I was removing the Joneses. Is anybody else down there with Torb? Uh, Oliver Twist is still down there. Mary Gold. Go ahead and move him down there. Yeah, Oliver Twist would still be down there. And Torvald's going to go down there to grab some crystals as well. Um, I'll, it, it is a large crystal ball. It emits an ongoing light. And I'm going to go ahead and add it to the party inventory. And you can add that to Torb whenever you see fit. But it does seem to have some sort of magical glow that does not dissipate. I love that the herding dog is just in the inventory. (laughs) 
he's you know he's there he's just strapped in a pack <laughs> uh oh crystal balls there okay mm-hmm. so did you already grab crystals guy no i'm trying to figure out how to do that there were a hundred drag it over once to put one in your inventory and then change the numbers to do the math appropriately okay yeah, dividing yep. between seven. And people we can divvy up crystals easy. after the game instead of sitting here doing the math during. Sure. Okay, uh, so he picks up the crystal ball. Mm-hmm. And then I guess we're gonna leave the dungeon. Okay. Uh, the party is easily able to make it out. Uh, now one hundred crystal stars and an orb richer. Uh, congratulations. That is your end to Portal Under the Stars. Oh, boy. Nice. Well, if I knew the name of it, that would have made it. <laughs> now, uh, uh, just because we are recording this and this is for the listeners, uh, once you leave, the uh, empty star eventually fades down past the horizon line and the Portal in closes. Okay. Would you like to know what you missed? Or should we leave that a mystery no, for listeners? Let's do it. Let's not okay. leave it a mystery for listeners. Uh, you missed the entire treasure vault. Oh, okay. Yes. Where was that? Uh, behind the throne that contained the crystal ball. What? How did I? There was like a door there. Was it a secret door? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would have had to search for it. Uh. Uh, and that also gives you the next quest in this quest line. Uh, so far of the three times I've run this dungeon, only one party has found the treasure vault and the treasure within and spoken to the interplanetary goat person that tasks them with their new quest. Oh, so we don't actually get a new quest. We all go home and I have to run the dungeon again. Uh, no, you don't have to run it again. You, uh, uh, whenever we play the main game, this party will join up with the other party who did find the treasure vault and we will just merge all the storylines into one in one big Marvel Comics-esque reckoning. How much treasure was in the treasure vault? Would you like the list? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not if there's a list. Suck it. <laughs> it's a pretty big list, and it's a lot of really good stuff. Well, I quit. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> you made it through the dungeon. You defeated all the enemies in the dungeon. You defeated all the traps. And Torb Shovelman made it all the way through, which means all of your characters uh, that are existing can now advance to first level. Yay. Uh, does that mean we get classes now? You do now officially get classes. And that is how a funnel works. Uh, I mean, the, you're going through it to get through it and get your class. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you're not yet an adventurer. Right now, you're a peasant with aspirations. So just because you didn't find the final treasure vault room doesn't mean that you missed anything. You're still rich beyond your wildest dreams. Uh, so let's talk Torb. Actually, do we need to end? Yeah, we need to end. Okay, Aww. well, we'll do classes some other time. And right. I'll let you do your outro. Well, I've got 14 crystals in each of my characters, so that should leave you 14 with each of yours, and I think like an extra one or two somewhere. Excellent. Now, uh, racial characters, uh, so dwarves, halflings, and elves, do not get to choose a race. They they're, do not get to choose a class. Their class is dwarf, halfling, or elf. Anyone who is not a, a demi-human race, as they are known, and is a regular human, can choose between warrior, uh, thief, wizard, and cleric. 
Okay. But Andrew, if you want to do the outro, then we can yeah, we'll uh, the wrap up thing. Portal Under the Stars. Alrighty, thanks everyone for listening to Portal Under the Stars. This has been Andrew, Justin, and Guy playing some good old classic DCC RPG. I guess it's not classic yeah. and you've played it for the first time. Yep, classic. <laughs> classic. Good DCC old RPG. new thing. All right. Well, thanks for listening. I hope everybody has a good night or day or whenever you're listening. Thanks. Bye. 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 And remember what is best in life? Board games. Board games. Okay, bye.